consolation Cause right now that's the ball where we be trained And if you're coming back to find me You better have good aim on me every week that intro i love it great tune as well doug really nice i love the gorillas awesome awesome track hello everybody hello hello and welcome to audio galleries episode eight holy moly episode eight we are motoring through these episodes uh this is a rug radio production brought to you in partnership with bueno i am benjamin white the nft 101 your host I'm just going to clear my throat a moment while I do my disclaimer. <clears throat> this show is not intended to, nor should be treated 
as financial advice, <laughs> please do your own research and make all of your own decisions at all times. And more importantly, most importantly, stay safe in Web3. Uh, it's also a recorded spaces that will go on to be a published podcast. So please consider this if requesting to speak later on in the show. If we open up for some questions, we'll see how we get on. Um, also, I have pinned two tweets to the top of this space. The first one is a link to this space. Please, could you all retweet it? That would be, I'd be very, very grateful. Let's get more people in here. Let's, uh, let's let more people know exactly what we're doing with Audio Galleries and what's happening. Later on in the show, I'll obviously also be running through uh, my big announcement from yesterday. Um, and the second tweet is really poignant for uh, the guests that we have up today and the piece that we're all minting a little later. I say we're all, I hope we're all, but you know that many of us will be minting later. Um, and that is Munch because Munch is a CCO uh, piece of artwork by Doug. And so um, I'll be asking him a little bit later on about that. And I'd love to know what CCO artwork means to you. I wasn't really aware of CCO even as a concept until the day Moonbirds announced that they were making the collection CCO. And so um, CC0, sorry, I should say. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'd really be fascinated to hear your views on this. Um, episode seven last week with the legend, Jeff Staple, was uh, it was a real moment for me in terms of like, well, one, he's a hero of mine. So it was a real like uh, one of those moments where I had to pinch myself. But second, it was a real moment for me in terms of believing in Audio Gallery's potential um, and what we're building here at Audio Galleries and the opportunity we have to work with brands and creatives in a really meaningful way beyond, beyond art. Um, and whilst art will always remain our focus, I think, you know, that, that ability to kind of like bridge these conversations with a great community of, uh, of people and then with creative folk is, I think, really, really exciting. So... I loved that episode last week. It really, really did a lot. And, and I think we've had like 900 people have listened to that or something, which is incredible. Um, huge thanks to Cychrome, um, our first artist guest back at the beginning of the series for the red Jeff Staple pigeon raffle during the week. Um, I am uh, I'm really looking forward to giving you more information on the Jeff Staple archive unlock also uh, and some additional perks with Mr. Staple. So let's see how that goes. Um, following the mint, I was able to pay Jeff $3,000 for his time last week, which is a great feeling. Um, I think we're up to like $30,000 now paid out in terms of artist fees for their uh, contribution to these episodes, which is just an incredible, incredible thing. So thank you everyone. And um, yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, this week, I don't have infinite objects joining me um, so something's come up at their end. So we're not going to do, do the draw today. But what I will do at a random point in this episode is I will take a screen grab of everybody who is in the space. And then I will do a random draw in the Discord tomorrow. And I'll let the winner know and they will win the infinite object um, video print yes i got it right first time this week <laughs> of the jeff staple animated piece last week i think the animated pieces actually are always really really exciting so um yeah that'll be a good one 
Audio Galleries is an educational art-focused Web3 project working to connect emerging and established artists with a community of digital art collectors and enthusiasts. Hosted Sundays, 8 p.m. GMT, where I am, an hour forward. I lost that hour sleep last night. Darn it. Um, which I believe is 3 p.m. Eastern and 12 p.m. Pacific, but with the time changes recently, I'm damned if I know. Um, each show features an artist, either emerging or firmly established, who is focused on creating incredible work and make it available via the blockchain. I interview them, uh, giving you, the audience, an opportunity to learn more about their style, their inspiration, process, previous works, future plans, all of that jazz. And then during the show, we launch an edition mint with artwork provided by our guest and available to purchase for 15 to 75 US dollars. Um, only holders of the Audio Galleries Mint Pass are able to mint and collect these works. I take a snapshot of wallets a few hours before the show starts. So that was about four hours ago now. Um, and 70% of the revenue generated after tax goes direct to the artist. If you want more information, please follow Audio Galleries on Twitter. You can see Audio Galleries is, uh, jo has joined us today. Thank you, Sigrid. <laughs> and um, and uh, you can also subscribe to my newsletter by following my link tree. Um, this show is sponsored by Bueno, a no-code minting platform by Pablo Stanley and his team. Uh, bueno is launching its own ERC-1155 minting platform, Bueno Drops, in April. Um, check out their Twitter for more information. That's Bueno underscore NFT. Now, I realized yesterday I announced a big change to the project and a partnership with OpenSea. So I'm going to update you all on this a little bit later on in the show. Let's focus now, though, on our artist for today. Doug is the artist and founder behind Toy Boogers. In uh, recent years, his art project, something that started off as a, a collection of great cartoons uh, designed to be like a merch brand, suddenly evolved into an NFT collection when he discovered NFTs in April of 2021. Doug has, well, three or four collections now, and we'll talk about them a little later in the show, but he also signed a partnership with Time Studios, um, part of the Time Magazine group, um, to develop an animated series based on the Toy Boogers universe. And Doug himself is an avid NFT collector um, and supports many artists and NFT collections. Whew, 10 minutes. I still can't get that down any less, but there we are. Uh, Doug, welcome. Hey, GM, GM. How's Very it going? Well, thank you. GM to you. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Excited to be here and uh, really excited about what we're making yeah. and, and actually just the fun that we've been having. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit, but Ben and I have just been going back and forth on Munch nonstop <laughs> now because uh, it's it's just fun. And that's kind of the beauty of just like the creative spirit when it you know when it when it gets you you're just full force full steam ahead so it's been yeah. fun well one of one of my yeah. favorite things and we'll we'll come to the, the the interview in a moment one of my favorite things about obviously your work is your ability to create characters and you know like the uh the toy boogers the original collection of toy boogers is just so like amazing because all of these little characters and i forget how many is it is is it Two 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 or three 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 three. Your original collection. Yeah, three three yeah. three three for the original. So three thousand. And yet you look at them all, and they are the character. Like they could each spin off their own book or series, comic strip. You know, like that. It's um, 
thank you yeah thank you for saying that it's, it's a, a it's a big compliment and it's a lot of fun and i it's a lot of fun and i and i tried to do that because i hand built those um i i made the heads the bodies and the toys and i put them all together so it's it looks like it's generative but it's not they're hand and built all three thousand um, but i tried to put little like fun character and so sometimes i would i would even make like a joke so sometimes there's like a bowl and then he'll be like there's like a little poop toy and so like the bowl will have the poop and so there's like a bs ah, kinda, you know, a little a little tongue and yeah a little tongue-in-cheek stuff in there <laughs> so there's a lot of fun little little character kind of notes like that so i'm glad you noticed yeah, that excellent <laughs> um how was uh the second trip yesterday just out of curiosity into the other side oh yeah that was wild uh super cool i actually liked it and i think the gaming stuff is really fun uh what's happening actually this is really neat just kind of the trend in general of like expanding the collections expanding the lore and then having activities um and and we're all doing that in different ways and you know the biggest and and boldest uh, yuga are doing it in the most you know profound ways with uh with uh, um the other side um but a lot of us are, are doing really fun stuff and i think that's a cool trend that we'll talk about of you know releasing nfts with the story and with participation yes. and, and that's the fun thing that's that i think this whole year for me has actually been i've really felt that this year a lot uh especially with like the manifold mints and and ourselves with our, our new toys and treasures mm-hmm. collection so we'll talk about that more but that that's um i think that's just one of the big takeaways for me was just like the evolution of of uh, the story of, of NFT projects, their own lore, and then just the the rollout of NFTs with the story. And I think it just makes it so fun. And that's, and that's what's making Munch so fun is that we're wrapping stories and it just, it's just snowballing (laughs) um, way more than just a, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And anyone uh, who is listening and doesn't know, because we've referred to Munch now already a few times, Munch is the character that we will be, um, uh, minting today so he's kind of like the in true toy bugger fashion but he will become or has already become the mascot for uh, audio galleries and so doug and i are going to have a lot of fun down the line with munch but let's let's rewind why don't we quickly do a um uh let's let's have a better introduction than mine <laughs> but maybe a little bit more thorough so like Doug, why don't you give us like a quick introduction to you, like where you're from, who you are, what yeah. you know, your your journey into uh, into Web three. Well, we'll get to that. Let's go with who you are and where you're from. <laughs> yeah, so um, I am uh, Doug um, from the West Coast, California. Uh, I've been living here in the Bay Area for twenty some odd years, and the West Coast pretty much my whole life. Um, I didn't go down the art path professionally, like career-wise. Um, I always have done art uh, in the background as something fun. It's been a, a very prominent element of my life since I was a kid. My grandma was an artist. Uh, she taught us art uh, as, as children and Legos and coloring books and paint. And um, I was doing like abstract paint at like six with my grandma, which is super cool. And looking back on it, it's like, oh my gosh, like how lucky uh, was I to have that um, and then, you know, time evolved and drawing and just having fun with it was always a part of my uh, life. I never really planned on doing anything artistic as like a, like a teenager is always fun. Like even as a, a um, as a teenager, all of my friends, we had this uh, big book on my, um, on my patio that was just like filled with drawings. And like, that was like the fun thing we would do was just like pass it around and like draw funny stuff. So for me, drawing and art was always about kind of just like 
th- there was an element of community and fun and just really like getting reactions. Mm-hmm. And that time with my friends of like passing around the notebook, like making funny faces was where I probably developed most of my <laughs> skills of like, l- like character. Cause you have, to, you have like one second to make someone yeah. laugh. And so that's, that's like a big element of what I was doing for years um, was like making these faces or laugh or, or, or just to get a reaction. Cause you can have a, a bold reaction without necessarily like a funny one, um, even if it's a sure. cartoon. Um, and so, yeah, that I just kept working and noodling on that. And um, 2017 ish, uh, I wish I would have uh, found out about crypto then 2017 <laughs> ish uh, was when I really started to like, draw the characters more uh, seriously and kind of define names and, and and start to build more stories. So it started to turn into more like, all right, I want to do something with my characters. Yeah. And, you know, with, with web two, there was, there was so much potential of, you know, making merchandise and I wanted to make some like high quality, like, you know, books or shirts. So I started to look into everything and it, it seemed complex and there was so much to do. And um, the, the project kind of just got shelved as like a, as a production, but the art, I kept doing it. It's just something I've always done and just do. And, you know, I'm always doodling and, 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 and things. And um, so it kept going on, but then in 2021, um, that's when I found out about NFTs and I actually kind of uh, goes into like some of the, the next questions, but I'll, I'll pause there before I just. No, no, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that's, um, <laughs> that's really interesting. And let's get into that in a moment. I think maybe first though, I'd, I'd like to understand like a little bit more about the uh, whether you are a participant or like really interested in the art scene around you. Like you say, you you, you live around the bay, and um, and you know, like, mm-hmm. are you okay? Let me position this another way, Doug. Like, what inspires yes. you, or where do you draw inspiration from? Ah, that's actually a really cool question. Um, so I think I think play is a probably a good answer because like I think some of my best work comes out when I just relax and I just I just kind of play um, when I'm really focusing and I really try to do something um, it doesn't look as good and I was initially trying to do a kawaii style like a hello kitty and I just couldn't do it because like my handwriting I have a very asymmetric mm-hmm. <laughs> like handwriting and, and font and character if you look at all my characters they're all asymmetric and as soon as I kind of went with that and accepted that, like I had a breakthrough. Um, and the first character I did like that was my cat hat. So that's why I wear that, that cat hat. That's all kind of like the one ear is like really big. And it kind of just like let me relax and not take myself too seriously and just kind of play. And then just a flow of characters came out right after that. And so I think just like that play inspires me. Um, is cartoony and funny as my art is. I'm inspired by a lot of different art. Um, I really like glitch art, mm-hmm. um, X copy, and I like a lot of like old art, you know, Rembrandt and just like Dali, mm-hmm. just like, you know, yeah, classics and stuff like that. But, um, and then like my, my daily interactions with art uh, or weekly or monthly uh, throughout my life, um, I'm that type of guy that like I've always done workshops, I'm always experimenting. Um, I've done photography, etching, you know, silkscreen, pottery, just like you name it. I'm always doing something, um, exploring and experimenting. And it, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And, and so I, I try to just like get involved and, and participate and, you know, blunder into galleries whenever, <laughs> whenever I pass by one. Um, and uh, the, I, I guess maybe a scene, um, there's a Mission Cultural Center here in San Francisco that does screen printing. 
And that's actually, I haven't done it in a while, but that was actually one of my favorite kind of scenes to go to was this really cool cultural center that had, it has a phenomenal um, screen printing center and uh, just a super cool place mm. to go and, and work and get get inspired. But other art inspires me. So even if it's not my own style, sometimes I'll see something from Ghost or Beeple or x mm-hmm. or whoever it is. And I'm just like, oh man. And then it... <clears throat> somehow it'll, it'll, it'll translate into like, so maybe I, you know, who knows where my little cute monster came from, but I might've looked at something more scary and then something cute came out of it. But. <laughs> nice. Well, okay. Well, why don't we, why don't we get up to speed then? Because there's a lot to get through in this interview in terms of what you've done since yeah. you've been in Web3. So tell us about how you discovered it. So you said April, 2021, like, but what, what are we just, just a yeah, bit, so... we're a year through COVID and then, you like the rest of us yes. <laughs> were bored enough to find it <laughs> so literally <laughs> literally um this is the crazy thing about like just kind of like synchronicity or or um um like just just the weird things that happen in life that you're like oh my gosh that's like that's so it's so odd and strange like how, that connection so one of my friends is who i totally had no idea but he is a um um, Tim, his name's Tim. He's a very close friend of uh, Mike Winkleman Beeple. Hmm. And so literally like one of, one of my friends was like a long-term, like lifelong friend uh, still is like, you know, goes uh, of, of Mike of Beeple. And so I literally just randomly saw my friend Tim the day after Beeple's oh, big wow. sale, that $69 million. Yeah. It was just random. So I was just like, Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's new? Um, and he was like, dude, he's like one of my friends literally sold an art piece for $69 million yesterday. <laughs> And I'm just like, what? Like, like, just like, you know, head explosion emoji kind of went off. It's like, tell me, like, give me the whole. So we just went down the rabbit hole for the next hour and a half, just talking about NFTs. And um, I was completely hooked because I had been looking into, uh, you know, art and different things my whole life. And that just, just hit me. And so I just went down the rabbit hole. And within probably a week or two, I had uh, purchased uh, Future Crypto by Grammatic, mm-hmm. um, a, a cool band that made a music NFT on Nifty Gateway. And um, with by the next week or so, Beeple was doing that raffle, yeah. <laughs> the raffle piece. So I was just like gunning for that because I was like, I'm going to get this. And um, I didn't, of course. <laughs> but I, but I, I successfully entered. And during that, like the, the questions were really hard and I had to get on a YouTube so I kind of got like pulled in and on that YouTube channel, they were talking about the questions because you had to answer this question. And then, and they were talking about bored apes. And so then I started looking at bored apes and then before I knew it, I was just totally down wow. the hole. And <laughs> but, but, uh, shortly into that, I was like, wait a minute, something really clicked. Cause I, I was really interested in the creativity and the space and the art and the collectability. I've collected cards, garbage, pal kids, Pokemons, like you name it, mm-hmm. comics, baseball cards, like the whole nine yards. And so, NFTs really felt the collectability was really fun to me at first. And I was actually kind of approaching it more from like a collector. And then all of a sudden it like it clicked. It was like, wait a minute, like my fun cartoons, I could totally do this. And when I saw the generative process, even though I didn't use generative technology, the idea of just mixing and matching yeah. characters, that was just so like delightful to me. And my, I just had like rocket fuel of inspiration <laughs> and, um, yeah, like that, that was the most like inspired I think I had ever been in terms of like, like the potential, what I can do. And then like the sheer volume of work that, you know, came from yeah. those three, you know, 3000 characters right after that, uh, for six months straight though. So it wasn't like, I it didn't just, realize <laughs> it, I, I didn't, 
pretty slow yeah, rocket. I, d- I didn't realize that the the toy boogers aren't generated. Yeah, so it's a pretty wild one. Um, I was like, I'm going to do this. I try to get a hold of devs and generative technology at that time before Bueno. Um, you know, it just wasn't a, a household item. Like you just couldn't mm. do that. And so um, I talked to multiple people and basically they all were like, yeah, like basically what you want to do because I had multiple toys in different arm positions. They're like, yeah, you just can't do that right now with generative technology. You have too many positions, too many items, too many things. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it by hand. And I, I just cranked it out. And I, I think I did, I could only do like 50 to a hundred a day max. And a hundred a day was literally like all day long, (laughs) hours and hours and hours. And, and like my head, like I'd be sleeping, dreaming scene i i could close my eyes and see like boogers like <laughs> and so so how ridiculous. what you were doing it in like um like a i don't know like a program and i guess you you, you had all yeah, of the little individual uh, bits that you were able to just kind of like mix and match together yes. by hand uh, yeah so i kind of took and uh, this is like a fun thing like grant yoon has a story of like bending art to the tools that you have like your art kind of develops based on the tools you have and so like I found this tool called Inkscape. It's a vector software. Um, toy boogers, I drew by pen and paper with pencil. And I had to digitize them. So a whole nother process. But I digitized them. And then in Inkscape, you vectorize it. And then you can, you know, you can chop them up and, and kind of build them like Legos. I'd make all the heads, make the faces, make the bodies and the wow. toys. And then in Inkscape, it's this big blank canvas. It's not intended for this, but I, I was able to set up like all of the heads and on one side, all the bodies on the side, and basically just drag and drop and mix and ah, match. So and, like your uh, own your own <laughs> generative thing. And did you completely randomize it or did you end up being super like critical and, and like try making the best combinations you could like? And, and also, and yeah, also how good. did you get all the way down and know that you hadn't repeated anything? <laughs> I know it was so hard. So I did make a, uh, a rarity kind of scheme that I had in mind. So like it, it was based on like the head. So like the ape head, the cat head, the monster mm-hmm. head. I just put like a certain number of heads that I wanted. And then I would just like run through the bodies and toys. And after a few hundred, I started to get like a really good sense of like what worked well, what was yeah. funny, you know, what colors and um at that time, this is actually kind of a, a little side story, but I, I did about 600. Um, there was a whole bunch of stuff I didn't like. So I actually scrapped like a whole month's worth of work and started over because there was stuff that was bugging me. Some sizes were off. And that was like, I literally like lost sleep that night because it was like, I was like, do I really just delete all this like month's work? But I'm glad I did because it came out so much better. Mm. And uh, in the in the end, um, Toy Boogers was one of these fun projects where, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of like the the perfect NFT underdog story in a way. Like I just came to the space with you know n- not knowing anybody, knowing one person uh, who who knew one person in the space, mm. and uh, plugged in, got into the community, started buying NFTs, started showing people. I was in all the discords early on, you know, um, apes and by April or May and all the different um, communities that I got involved in just kept showing my art and people just kept saying, cool, cool. Keep making it, keep making it, keep making it. Let me know when you're ready. And you know, months and months and months would go by. So by the time I got ready to drop it in November, if you, if you go back and listen to uh, Keith Grossman, uh, then president of time studios uh, did a space with me, like a celebration space right after the day after. 
And it's funny because like, it was such a celebration for me and so many people came on and were just like, dude, like, <laughs> finally, you kept telling us one more month, one more month, one more month. Because <laughs> I, I needed the time, but finally did it. And uh, just so uh, thankful and um, grateful for the response and the love and the, the, the support that this the NFT community um, showed and just came through. And it just, it was such a fun mint and experience. Doug, and- it's an awesome awesome story like in terms of your way into this i I love the fact that you were kind of like uh you know a collector you were you were one of us (laughs) and 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 then (laughs) then kind of combine the two things i think that's um that's incredible and uh and it's a wonderful collection and so okay well then why don't we talk about the subsequent collections that you've had out so yes uh, i minted kip bash boogers that was my first uh entry into your ecosystem i actually pulled a one of one doug you know that oh no yeah. way I don't, that's awesome actually, i don't have it anymore <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no that good for you no that's i'm i'm actually totally cool with buying flipping trading whatever like i'm i'm a total degen like i'm minting and yeah. flipping and... well it was an awesome one it <laughs> and was trading a, a stash and... controlled uh zombie uh dead fella it was amazing yeah. nice nice um nice. but yeah t- so tell yeah. us about that because kit bash boogers was incredible and then obviously you've got stash your your hamster um let's give yes. us a bit of a better understanding of that whole kind of thing you're building out yeah for sure so toy boogers um just in terms of like the story and the lore, it's a fun little story. It's basically, it's supposed to be us. It's like, we are the, the toy boogers and we wanted to teleport into the metaverse, but somehow um, a booger got stuck on the teleportation machines focusing crystal. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> when we teleported into the metaverse, we all got mixed up with our NFTs. And that's why we have, you know, apes and punks and all sorts of fun, you know, and cats and, ah, and monsters. We're all, very good. We're all mixed up. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't do one animal I wanted to have. It, it literally was supposed to be a tribute and a representation of the entire NFT scene and community. And so toy boogers is, is, is us. It's, it really is us. And I think, that's what also resonated with a lot of people like uh, Klon and, and Keith Grossman and and Betty and Syke and, and Pablo, um, who ultimately all reached out to me and were like, hey, let's do something like this idea is fun. This this element of like, this is us like combining and going into the metaverse. And it's like, let's play with that. And so Klon called me up. And that, that was actually another really just fun thing. Klon called me. Um, it's it it probably like a few days after um the drop and was just like hey like i got this idea like let's your your boogers where you mix them he's like let's mix multiple projects together he's like let's do cool cats he's like let's get dead fellows he's like i'm sure robotos will do it and he listed out a few others and so we just we we put some fillers out amazing um yeah pablo and and betty and psych all responded immediately and so that that's how that came about so kit bash the idea kit bashes it's like basically we're all going back to the metaverse and then but this time it's more of a um because uh, it's cool cats dead fellows robotos and, and boogers uh, an official collab of all four yeah. projects uh, so it's our trade so it's like a it's the the idea was like we did our own you know metaverse teleportation party into the into the uh metaverse but uh really fun collection super honored to uh to have done it and and to and to still be the um uh, you know the host of it and, and and to have it within our, our collection it is a membership collection in the toy Bookers family Amazing. um and to have yeah and to have done that collab it's it's such a huge honor to have worked with you know all of them at once you know um, betty and, and psych and pablo and Klon. um so, so cool it's it's such an yeah, honor for sure and then so stash and stash is minting right now still right 
Yes. So Stash, uh, so Stash is our hamster and Stash, (laughs) it's funny because he's, he's actually the mastermind behind all of this. So our main, he's not like technically the main, main character, but um, in a way he kind of is, he is the mastermind. And so it's fun. It's fun how like this hamster emerges kind of after, and it emerged through the discord and our community. And this is kind of like, not to get too much into this, but how story and lore and stuff develops within communities. And, and I'm sure you've seen that in you. And, and now we're seeing it with Munch. Yes. Uh, but Stash is, yeah, our, our, our fun hamster who, um, who I turned into, this is the first generative project I made. And, um, we launched this in, gosh, I think it's about almost uh, six months ago mm-hmm. now. Um, so really crazy time in the NFT space. Literally, the the world was crumbling. Like we dropped Stash, like literally like as <laughs> like as everything was just falling apart. Um, but we wanted to put it out there. It has a low mint price. It's 0.025. It is a membership token. Uh-huh. Um, we put it out, even though we knew it was going to have trouble. Um, our community wanted it. We wanted it. I'm here for the long term. I think the price is fair. It's a great collection. It's a membership collection. Yeah. And so we didn't we didn't do anything and, and no shade on anybody who's ever, you know, cut supply or changed price. That's those are standard practices. Um, but we just felt the price was good. The the size for our trajectory, you know, multi-year trajectory is mm-hmm. is good. And so we're proud of it. We're standing by it. We're leaving it open. Um, and uh, it still continues to mint people. Um uh, do st- keep continuing to join in stash it's um it is the membership token with uh, utility and benefits for our ongoing toys and treasures collection yes which we'll talk about okay soon. well and, let's um, let's cover that then because you you started <laughs> so you and i started talking again obviously i interviewed you last year when i started my previous show um and then you and i started talking again when i was releasing my audio galleries free mint like the pass number one fuck around find out let's see what's going on and uh and Mm -hmm. you were really supportive which was wonderful and so you at the same time you were minting a free manifold based mint for like your current uh artistic endeavor (laughs) and that's toys and treasures um tell me a little bit about that yeah, so Toys and Treasures, the idea of Toys and Treasures is that there's so much, and this goes back to our initial conversation about other sides, so this is a cool way to kind of wrap it all together, is that um, there was so much lore potential like built up into Toy Boogers and, and Kip Bash and Stash, but when you release the story, a piece of the story um, with per collection you could only get so much story out per collection and we've seen that with bored apes and with cool cats and and other people it's like the the main collection has a story but then if you want to move the story you have to release either new art or a new nft or something you can't just kind of have the story without the community being able to participate through collecting of somehow and so um the um that um the the idea of toys and treasures was there's there's so much like ready to go and now where do we go with it and how do we make it and how do we do it in ongoing fashion that's the whole idea of of toys and treasures is to really expand the universe keep the story going and then ultimately to reward our our holders so rather than doing um you know one big collection with one topic and kind of one theme it's a multi-theme kind of miscellaneous collection but it all goes together there's there's some memes and stuff in there but there is there's new characters there's um there's these um 
um, uh, booger bots, which are robots that are trying to take over. Uh, they're fighting against the zombies uh, of the metaverse, and the zombies are actually food, and I call them zomboogers. So I got like these these robots who are fighting these zombie food items, and and uh, that's part of the story is this metaverse war that's happening. Uh, but everybody likes to try to get the the zombies because they're like limited claims. <laughs> And then um, the uh, the robots are one of ones, and we haven't started those yet because we're waiting for Manifold's right. uh, combo. Oh yeah, function. yeah, I've seen that. I'm looking yeah. forward to that as well. And so that's let's quickly yeah. let's just center on that for a minute. So you made a Genesis um, NFT that people could mint, very very cheap, mm-hmm. and then yes. and now it's all about burning to claim so if people if people burnt like oh people sorry initially bought like 20 they're going to be able to kind of burn to claim all the way along the ride whereas people that like maybe bought four or five or three or two or one they have to be a bit more selective a little bit but uh yes and no so i saw that as a problem and so what we did uh was we have a lot of free claims too. Cool. And so, um, and they're, yeah, and they're race claims. And so like the Zomboogers are, are going to be mostly free race claims. So there's like 30 at a time, an addition of 30. And those go really yeah. fast because, um, you know, 30 will, will just mint out. Um, and if it's a burn, they go pretty slow because like you said, you do have to be more choosy and, and less, but, um, but yeah, the toys and treasures, uh, I'm really trying to push Manifold's limits. And so some of it will be uh, burn and claim. Some of it will be these um, the, the kind of like we call them race claims. Um, some of them will be the combo burns once they get that going. And then randomly we'll, we'll probably have, um, you know, more, we, we, ha- we have had a few mints. So my, my new mountains, like my mountain series, it's like a cool little cartoon uh, mountain uh, scenes. Yeah those were uh, purchasements. And so it's just a, it's a random collection where I can put all my art um, that's developing and building the, the universe and the story of, of toy boogers. And it's a really fun story of what stashes up to the hamster and um, what's happening with this, you know, the metaverse is basically like falling apart because the robots and zombies are, are <laughs> fighting. And, and so stash is trying to save it. And so we're all getting involved and that, and that's kind of the fun thing of toys and treasures. It's, it's like pulling you yeah. in, and then you get involved and you're part of the story. And so like literally the story of toys and treasures begins with you have just teleported into the metaverse. And so it's kind of like, Oh wow. Like what, what's going I love on? it. I love it. Uh, well, look, yeah. um, Doug, here's, here's an annoying 10 second interlude. Um, <laughs> no worries. Artist edition is live. And it's actually been live for eight minutes. So this is a oh, cool. <laughs> a very, very quick notice to everybody that we are now live. And uh, and audio uh, audio galleries mint pass holders who have um yeah, who, who have the mint pass are now, and I'm just pinning it, there's the link. They're now able to follow this manifold link and they are able to go and mint a munch. And Munch, then, let's talk about Munch quickly and how Munch kind of fits in because we have been having a lot of fun talking about Munch and what might be, but you go for it. Introduce Munch. Yes. So Munch is the, uh, the character that I made for the, for the drop today. Uh, Munch is actually, um, kind of a re tooling of an older uh, design that I drew. And so it's really fun for me to see, uh, Munch come to life. Um, it will become or is already the mascot 
of uh, audio galleries. And so super honored and excited about that. And I felt it was totally essential to make Munch uh, CC0 for that purpose because you can't really have a, a full mascot that's supposed to be you know fun for the community and what we want to do with Munch. Uh, so it had to be CC0. So it's my first CC0 character. I'm really excited about that. Um, it's it's um, a new experience for me. And uh, it's kind of like <laughs> sending your baby out into the world and and uh, you know, go to school, go fly, or whatever. Um, to, you know, see what happens. It's like you're on your own. So um, I'm really excited about uh, about the future of what happens with Munch and what people do with yeah. it. So, well, I'm I'm super yeah. excited because you and I were chatting about you know your this episode and what we would mint together. And I suggested, kind of flippantly, not <laughs> just you know on the off chance that you might go for it, that maybe you create a character and you involve the mint pass pyramid just as a just as a you know something nice but then when you created it and we saw this little dude um i know sigrid is uh who works with me uh, at audio galleries and is uh currently on the call as well we got so excited immediately because we were like holy moly like this is a really good opportunity for us as audio galleries to now start developing like you know a storyline in between mints because we have this great thing that we're doing where we're able to support artists and we're able to every week post a mint which introducing somebody new but actually and and quite often it does feel a little bit like as a project we're just pushing mints and i don't want to for people to feel that way like whilst this is all about supporting artists um i want people Mm -hmm. to feel like they can drop in and out of that bit as and when they like but the idea of us now being able to create something fun in the middle that people can follow and um and have some creativity you know um attached to it we've got a lot of people in the community who are creatives they might be uh might yes. be like audio like me <laughs> or content creators we've got a lot of artists we've got people who you know love prompting with ai and so i'm really really excited now uh, to start encouraging the community to join us and we're going to introduce some some cool stuff in the next couple of weeks um about how they can join us to start developing the story of munch this very special edition toy booger who uh, who is now the mascot for uh, for audio gallery so thank you so much for going for it like what <laughs> oh yeah no I, I it was a huge honor and surprise for me and um perfect timing for me because like the cc0 which you wanted to talk about like i've been to kind of exploring and thinking about it and like how would it work and this was for me just like a perfect time where it's like all right there's this one character let's do a new fun thing with him or or with them as Mm -hmm. we're saying and um just uh um open it up and see what happens so i'm excited um i I can't wait to see all the uh, the ai that comes from it and 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 derivatives and, and stories it's just yeah it's it's a it's a perfect little it's like it's just a perfect little seed mm-hmm. ready to just to just pour some creative water and on. You you mentioned to me earlier a little bit of uh a little bit of utility for holders of munch. Um but so yeah. go for it. <laughs> oh yeah, so so what we're gonna do, so we wanna make munch um we, we want to give we want to give uh, as much as we can with Munch, and so Munch there will be um, a burn uh, within the auto galleries. So there'll be something upcoming. So there'll be some some fun uh-huh. dynamics on that end, 
And then there will also be um, a claim uh, within the Toys and Treasures collection for Munch holders. So because Munch um, is its own contract, we can easily do a snapshot and then we'll have a claim. And I'm not sure if it's going to be like a one for one or just for holder or wallet, yeah. but there'll be some benefit. So there will be a claimable that will pull you in uh, to the Toys and Treasures. And so there'll be an additional free NFT that comes on top of this um, that goes with it and kind of pairs it together, which, which is really, will be yeah, really fun. I think so too. Really, really exciting. And, uh, and I, yeah, I really, really appreciate the fact that you uh, are down to have lots of fun with Munch because um, I think, you know, there's an awful lot of potential for these cool characters in the space. Um, when you, when you give it to really artistic, creative people, um, it's cool to see what, what comes out of it. So thank you for that. Really, really appreciate it. For sure. Um, okay, well, look, uh, I want to cover um, some quickfire questions because then after that, I do need to talk a little bit about my announcement yesterday. So I was wondering if I could chat yes. with you about it, Doug, if that's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I think it's perfect because I have questions and I think the questions I have are the same questions that a lot of people have. And so I think it will be a perfect back oh, and cool. forth. Where, Thanks. Um, yeah. And it's so exciting. It's so exciting. Congratulations. It's, it's massive. Oh, it's cool. Massive. Well, thanks. Well, so very quickly, let's finish the interview. <laughs> I like to, yeah, ask, I like to ask every guest this, these questions. So can you tell me your favorite movie? <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Just the old one. Uh, nice. <laughs> okay. Your favorite book? book uh probably lord of the rings and i and i have read the wow. whole thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm a nerd <laughs> i like it i gave up at the hobbit um but oh, uh, which is a great one which is a good one <laughs> um your favorite <laughs> fictional character i wonder if they're related oh gosh you know it's hard um wolverine jumps to mind i think just because wolverine is so like just such a badass mm. but I don't know if he's my favorite, but Wolverine like always jumps to mind, and and I liked Wolverine comic as a kid, so it's nice. like it's just such a cool Love one. It. But yeah, I mean, that's that's a hard one. That's, that's a hard. <laughs> Your favorite <laughs> brand? Oh man, um, gosh, I don't know if I'm, I'm not too brand loyal, so I don't even know if I have like a, a favorite brand. So nothing's jumping out at me okay. at the moment. Well, it's it, fine. It, well, like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sure in like five minutes I'll be like, wait, why didn't I say uh, that? No worries. Okay, your favorite place. Your favorite <laughs> place, destination or somewhere close to home? Oh, man. Uh, well, lately, I um, one of my fun things that I do, I, I like to hike and walk a lot. And so uh, maybe just nature. I'll just say nature. Just being out, nice. in, out in nature, wherever it's nice and cozy and comfortable. I love that. I love that. And your favorite cuisine, sir? Oh, all of it. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> that, that's one thing that Toy Bookers also celebrates is food. There's, 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 gosh, there's donuts and pizzas and hot dogs and all this fun, goofy stuff, uh, which is kind of like, you know, just an ode to nostalgic stuff from childhood. But um, also, a, yeah, a celebration of just all the good stuff. In life. Amazing. Well, thank you. And uh, appreciate yeah. it. So, okay, right. Let's do it then. Let's talk about my uh, cool, cool announcement yes. yesterday. So I'll very quickly go over. But I better open it up, actually, just so I know I get it right. So, but okay. In, in a nutshell, <laughs> um, this is probably going to be one of the last or the last Sunday show. We're going to move to Fridays. And we're going to move to Fridays because... Uh, it fits in with the working week with the people who we're going to be minting with. 
And that's because we're going to be mm-hmm. minting with OpenSea going forward. So the people at OpenSea um, have reached out because they are uh, obviously, you know, looking to improve Prove and increase the amount of support they give to creatives in the space. Um, and they recognize that this show is doing great stuff in terms of being able to, to support artists and to build up a little bit more around um, a mint, um, as opposed to just switching a mint on. We get to create an interview and uh, make some cool content around it um, and obviously introduce the artist to a ready-made community that I'm kind of building with audio galleries. So that's cool. So very kindly, the people at OpenSea have said that if we switch to minting with them for a period, um, then they will join us on the show, which is great because the OpenSea account is followed, I think, by about 3 million (laughs) followers or something like that. It might not be that many, but it's a lot. Um, And also uh, they are going to support with some marketing. So they do like a weekly email every Wednesday, they change the, um, the featured, uh, mints that are happening that week. And so they're going to include us on that weekly. They're going to promote the mint pass so that people understand that there's a benefit to holding it. And, uh, and they're just generally going to be very supportive. One of the things they've just agreed to in the last couple of hours is they sorry, last couple of days is they're going to, um, verify, uh, me as a um, as a creator, I guess, on the, the you know the wallet that we create with, um, but also they're going to verify all of the collections that we're doing every week. And obviously, they've already agreed to move all of those collections into one category. So if you go onto OpenSea now and you type in audio galleries, you can actually click one category, which will show you all of the mints that we've done. And Munch will move into there tomorrow, which is a lot of fun. So. Yeah, that that has been a really cool thing. What does it mean, though? So, you know, quite rightly, they said the the Mint Pass thing, like, it's very cool in terms of exclusivity. So we want to make sure that we keep that exclusivity. But at the same time, like, we don't really want to cap the amount of people that can mint. So what can we do to get the best of both out of that and really support the artist with a kind of an open-ended mint? So... Artists that come on, and the first artist that we've got coming up is next Friday. Um, so in five or six days' time, depending on where you are in the world. Um, and it's Amber Vittoria who is joining me. Um, and she's been such a delight, bless her, despite the fact that she's had COVID last week. She's been absolutely wonderful to work with. And she's been so flexible around this whole kind of change. And so Amber is going to join me next Friday. Um, and it's an open mint an open unlimited mint. So everybody can join in everyone in the world. If you have a wallet, you can connect to OpenSea for the mint and you can mint. Um, however, so that's great because, um, you know, it's cool for her. We hopefully, you know, we get more people to listen to the show, more people go on to mint. It's a great revenue generator, which is also good for the project too. Let's not forget. Um, and myself, you know, I, I won't count myself out of that. So that's really cool. Um, but, we want to maintain the importance of the mint pass. And so if you as a mint pass holder mint that open edition that anyone can mint, Amber has created a second different piece of artwork and that will be airdropped to you for free. And 
that is now the benefit of holding the mint pass. Um, and I don't know if now maybe I should stop monologuing, Doug, and if you wanted to ask me. <laughs> well, yeah. Let, me, yeah, let me jump in. So this is so mm. cool. Uh, so first, just huge congratulations. This is massive. Thank you. Um, this is the beginning of, you know, uh, a really uh, an amazing um, uh, evolution in your project and, and, and your development. And, and you've been working hard. You've been you've been networking and building and helping and, and grinding and really helping many artists and communities and been behind behind the scenes. And, and so I'm really excited for you and happy for you that that your networking development is, is, is coming to this because we need someone like you to do this exact type of thing. Um, and it, it's just such a cool project. So I'm, I'm becoming more and more like gung ho, the more and more I, 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 I lean into it and, and, and read about it. And, and the idea of, um, minting something while you're exploring with the artists about their inspiration and process and stuff like that to me is so fun because I dig through, uh, old YouTube videos of artists a lot and, and try to uncover their process. And actually I did that. I, th I told you before I did that with Amber, mm. Amber Vittoria, I'm a huge fan of her and um, I've tried to replicate her work. Like I have fun trying to um, copy people's styles and just do their stuff. And I bought this, this the little yellow squeegees and the paper and the, and the paint. And it's so hard. Her, her art, she makes it look so easy um it's super hard yeah. and it's it's like so that's just the sign of a master so yeah. uh, total side, <laughs> side side note there but um so big congratulations to you and and from a collector the thing that stood out to me the most was like the fact that you're actually gonna get the mint pass your your mint pass has essentially become a mint multiplier mm. but even more so because it's it's a rare it's like you, you get a mint multiplication, but a rare version. So it's like, it's the best of both of those Definitely. worlds. And so, I, and I don't think people will understand it truly until the first mint happens with Amber. And then they'll see like, oh gosh, like there's the whole, everybody in the world minted, you know, however many of the first one. And then there's this small edition. What's that? Yes. And it's like, oh, that was the one to the holders of this pass. And then all of a sudden, Everybody who's clicking on the homepage of OpenSea, which is a lot of people, will see that um, there's major utility uh, to this pass and to to this program. And then when they dig in and they listen, it just I think everybody's going to get sucked in because it's so yeah. cool. Thank you. I so appreciate I'm, that. I'm super excited. I think, to, yeah, super excited about that. And congrats to you again you. for, for lining up. Some things I just want to be quite clear about to people is, uh, OK, so if you as an example, if you hold three mint passes that doesn't mean then that you get three airdrops you you get you will get an airdrop for every piece that you mint that is paired with a pass now i've made that sound complicated already let me just be clear you own three mint passes and you mint one amber vittoria edition you will then get one airdrop you own three mint passes and you mint three editions you will get three airdrops you moan you own three uh mint passes and you mint 10 uh amber vittoria editions you will still only get three airdrops because you own three mint passes so it's about the pairing of the piece and your mint pass um and i'm really looking forward to that whole spreadsheet exercise <laughs> yeah no, that's super exciting. And again, for collectors, like that's the stuff that we love. And it's, it's a neat, 
it's a very interesting reward element because um, we're all trying to come up with fun ways to to create you know sustainable and fun and engaging mm-hmm. reward ecosystems. Essentially, that's what you know the other side kind of second trip and all this stuff is. A lot of this is it's about creating these ongoing ecosystems, and so I think this is great. I'm excited about it. I can't wait for for Amber's drop to see how it plays out. And um, and so the, you answered the question, but I do want to come back to it. So the show is changing to Friday yes. and we have the time. Uh, I, what, what time I was that again? I to pin it because it would be different for everybody, but I believe it's, uh, I yeah. believe it's 9am Pacific for you on Friday morning. So let okay. me, so that's a good, it. yeah, good balance time. Everybody can join on Friday and then it mints through the weekend. I think that's a fun system too, yes. because it's like, yeah, you get to kind of, um, join the conversation get inspired um hear the story and then if you like it yeah so we've um here we are i'm just pinning so there is the show next week so please everybody go and set the reminder now um, because that will be easier but i guess we're we're experimenting with how long the space that the mint stays open for so we're going to go for 72 hours for the first one which gives everyone the friday for sure and then hey like it's the weekend so saturday and sunday seem you know, uh, when I was speaking to OpenSea beforehand, they were like, you know, engagement, regardless of what anyone says, and certainly minting, just drops off at the weekends. So don't rely on the weekend. Go with the Friday and then let it play through the weekend and we'll see where we go. And if we think that was open for too long, we can make it shorter. You know, like the cool thing about the project, and I've always been really upfront with everybody from the beginning, is I don't fucking know what works best. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. But I'm prepared to try and I'm prepared to pivot and I'm not going to have anyone tell me that they don't like what I'm doing uh, when I haven't yet done it once. Yeah. And and if I do it, if I do it once and then everyone says we didn't like it that way, like it was too long or it was too short or whatever, well, then we can adjust and I'll listen to people. But I do hope people will be positive about the fact that now over and above anything else, like we're going to have a significantly larger number of eyeballs on every collection, which is, which is fantastic, you know, and that will also, that will uh, correspond to the whole, like to the, all of the previous editions too. Right. So suddenly we've got a whole bunch of people that are like, Oh, what is this? Let's have a look at the previous mints that have happened and Munch will appear and dreamer by Pablo and 15 friends by uh, Craig Redman and Ariel Jade's incredible art block um, and Sati with her uh, her two mints that we did. Like, you know, we've we've already had some incredible artwork out there. And and if it had been open edition stuff, like without a doubt in my mind, um, many more people would hold it in their wallets. And that really is the the kind of the goal of audio galleries. It's to put amazing artists in front of as big a community as possible to to mint, to get paid for creating amazing work, to pay the project and me for creating what I hope is decent enough content that people enjoy listening to. And in turn, like reward the the artist to the point where they can then continue being creative. And that's exactly what I'm trying to achieve with the project. And I'm, you know, you can love or hate OpenSea, uh, but for them to reach out and say, because they could have done this on their own, right? Doug, like they, they could have done. They, they, oh, they yeah. didn't have to. No, I they think didn't it... have to say we'll work with you and your show, Ben. They could have said, 
let's just start our own show. Like we've got however many million followers, but for them to reach out and say, we recognize that this is a authentic way of doing it. um, Yes. It's nice. Well, then you're doing the, you are already doing the, the one half that was needed to make it work, which is these fun interviews that dig into the artist and the inspiration behind it. And, And bring in the, in the community, um, and um, I think that combo is, is just so fun because as an artist who who I like to try to like learn the process and technique, and even if I don't do it, like I like to see people's technique, and and um, I think that's just it's fun to hear about what makes them tick, what makes them <laughs> what, what excites like, them. Like this is, I yeah. love the idea that we can go. To, you know, like it's been fascinating listening to your story last weekend. I was talking to Jeff Staple five weeks ago you know i was listening to pablo he's a riot to talk to and and when i feel like when people have the opportunity to listen to an artist and understand you know sometimes hardship sometimes joy sometimes you know creative block and what they then do to work through it and Mm -hmm. where they find inspiration from like the Web3 community is a very creative community at its core. And so yes. to be able to listen and to pick those things up is fun. I hope it's delivered in a way that people find entertaining and enjoyable. And then, of course, to be able to collect memento style mint and collect is really important. I loved hearing your view earlier on that, like as a collector at your core. For me, like this space is about collecting and it's about supporting and it's about it's about plugging into something that you would enjoy whether or not the floor price went to the moon right it's about it's about actually in, enjoying yeah. it along the way and that's for me really important well, and it is and that's what's been so fun for me this year um with all the open editions is and just editions in general not because not all of them are true open editions but just the editions it's there's been so many artists that um, i wouldn't have been able to get their pieces um because it's too expensive or or ones um who just it's just a new art so it wasn't so much the expense but just fun new art that's not too expensive and gosh i've collected and minted so many different random ones that they've just been so fun so manifold has been a really neat um uh you know power that's been added to the community and uh um yeah it's just so fun to to see what you can Mm, do um, i completely agree uh, with that yeah. Well, I really appreciate um that. Have you got maybe 10 15 minutes now if I take um a few questions from the audience as well if any? Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm Okay, cool. So if anybody wants to come up and ask either Doug or me a question, um I would uh now would be a good moment to request. Um no pressure of course. Um but uh um in fact we have someone who's just requested to come up, someone called Mirai Mirai Brothers. So let's um ask how they're doing. Uh, 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 it's connecting. (laughs) I love it when it takes ages to connect. That's great fun. (laughs) It's not working. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Murray. That sucks. Um, Anyone else have any questions? Because otherwise... Oh, oh one, one question I yeah. had um, from our community was just the Munch uh, Mint. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, one per, per pass? Per pass. So it, however many passes you have, you can Correct. make one Munch yeah. per pass. And okay. just so you know, we're already up at 154 Munches. 
which is uh, awesome. which is great fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope I hope we get lots on this one because we're going to do so much with it, and it would be great if there were just lots of tokens out there. So uh, yes, very cool. Um, well, Doug, no one's asking questions, which means we've obviously been incredibly thorough, um, which is always <laughs> which is always really good. Um, so uh, I think I'm going to probably call it there. And I'm going to say thank, thank you to you for your time um, and your, your wonderful contribution to us with, with Munch. Um, I think he's wonderful and I can't wait to see how many people mint him. And I can't wait to continue working with you as we uh, build out the storyline for this character. Um, Likewise. Yeah. yeah. And thank you so much for having me and, and for inviting me into this and um, super excited for this new venture and especially with the, with the new news, that's, that's big news and it's, it's, it's really massive. So big shout out to you. Congrats and really happy to support and participate and, and lend a fun <laughs> character. And I, I'm so, I'm just so excited to see what happens. Cause it's, it's literally like sending like you know someone off to school or something it's like all right like let's see what you know go out into the world and <laughs> let's see what yeah. you make make it well yourself. just with that <laughs> we have another rug radio uh creator uh very much not carl hey hey how you doing he's just come up yo what's up ben what's up toy boogers what's going on today <laughs> oh hey, good hey, how's it going <laughs> hey ben congratulations i i had no idea about the good news so uh that spurred me into action, and I, I snagged a couple passes. So, uh, oh. just wanted to just wanted to say, I hope uh, I hope I can slide in on this munch thing because I missed out last week. Um, and, and toy boogers, I'm curious. Like, are there are there sort of the uh, is your track to collaborate cross brands with a bunch of other NFTs? I know like the beginning stages was about NFT and the whole entire ecosystem. Is that something that you're looking to continue to do, or are you more looking inward uh, for your community to kind of grow that that lore? Thank you. Really good question, actually. Um, so it's a little bit of both. I think because the story of the Toy Boogers was like, hey, this is all of us, and it's like a tribute to all of these projects, and and, you know, I was really vocal with that and the beginning was constantly, you know, tagging, you know, different, different projects like, Hey, this, this is a tribute to you and this is to you. And, and so there was this real fun kind of community element. And I think that was part of the reason why, you know, Klon and Pablo and, and Betty and Psych um, all jumped in. Cause it was like, yeah, the toy boogers is kind of like, in a way it's like a representation of the NFT community. And so doing these collaborations um, was a natural fit. And so I loved how that, that actually just kind of naturally happened with, with time and um, the the Kitbash partners, and then um, even with a lot of the other this like little tiny like trait um, you know collabs or like a trait of ours is in Wonder Pals and a trait of ours is in you know Lobstars and stuff like that. So um, that stuff's really fun. So I do really like that, and I think that it kind of like makes you think about things a different way, and it and it sometimes. It, it opens up just like a different perspective and a different window and obviously different opportunities. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely want to grow that. And then with toys and treasures, it's a real growth and development um, kind of expansion within our own universe. But the, the fun thing about toy boogers, just because it's like our universe is supposed to be quote unquote, the metaverse. It's like anybody and anything can be in there. And so kind of having a crossover or a collab within my 
creative universe is super easy because it's just like oh yeah like you're just our neighbor like so there's no it's not hard to like bring someone in but so the answer good question answer is yes on both fronts definitely um always willing and looking to explore with with uh like-minded uh projects and 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 creators and communities and um and then yeah with uh toys and treasures we're definitely expanding the um our our own you know direction and lore and, and fun stuff that way awesome great question too thanks so much for that okay well look i will i will call it there because uh, I'm conscious of everyone's time and we've been an hour and 10 minutes already, but I really, really appreciate uh, you all for coming out today. Thank you everyone for the positivity and the well wishes uh, regarding the open sea announcement. Thank you also to everybody for being so positive about Munch. We're really looking forward to developing this character. Doug, thank you to you. Any final thoughts again? <laughs> um yeah just a big thank you just a big thank you again uh, you know as an artist uh we we put our, our our work and our feelings and our our hearts out to the world with with our art and when we get um that response of you know love and appreciation it just it really touches us in a way that's hard to explain so uh, i'm feeling that right now from you so thank you all so much for your love and support and cheers to uh to just new fun stuff yeah, for sure well look i'm going to play out another beautiful track thanks for this one i'll play it all out it's five minutes and eight seconds uh but who gives a fuck let's go for it and uh <laughs> have a wonderful it's a good <laughs> have one. a wonderful sunday doug i'll speak to you this week wonderful Cheers. you too bye, bye everyone. everyone okay this one's for gabby Can't I? I, 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 I
Clouds of